Welcome again, everyone, to Trail Tales. I'm your host, Tom Funk, author of 50 Hikes in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, where we've been uh, sharing excerpts from the book as we make our way across the UP, uh, taking in uh, short hikes, long hikes, and even multi-day hikes. Today we are in the Ottawa National Forest on the west end of the UP in uh, the Sylvania Wilderness. Now the Sylvania Wilderness is mostly known by canoers as a kind of a mini boundary waters. However, it does have backpacking opportunities and a nice 8.2 mile loop around Clark Lake and we will be hiking the Clark Lake Trail today. Take you, you know, better part of a day, five to six hours and longer if you're going to go fishing or bird watching. Uh, nice thing is it's easy, uh, to get around. There's no real hills to speak of. And you are in a pristine wilderness setting, a federally designated, uh, wilderness. Great fishing, old growth forests, great birds, great wildflowers. So this is a really neat, uh, place to go if you want to take in the wildlife. All right, for you map geeks, uh, yeah, it may not be a bad idea. 7.5 Black Oak Lake, um, or get your hands on the Ottawa National Forest Sylvania Wilderness Map. Uh, I've hiked this a couple of times. Uh, the very first time I did it, we actually had to pull out the USGS topo map, mostly just to figure out where we were on our hike. So, uh, yeah, this is a uh, hike that would uh, be a good idea to bring a topo map, just in case. So, the trailhead is actually outside of the wilderness, and there is a picnic area and bathrooms at the trailhead, but then it takes you right into uh, the federally designated wilderness. And you're going to need backpacking boots for this. Uh, if you uh, like roots and rocks and don't like them uh, hurting your feet, that's uh, the footwear you're going to need. And this is a federally designated wilderness. This is bear country. Um, you are uh, not recommended to bring uh, pets with you. Some call it uh, Michigan's Boundary Waters. Uh, remote, it's pristine, and it's wild. And this sums up the sites around Clark Lake, part of the Sylvania Wilderness uh, in the Ottawa National Forest. Um, and again, it attracts mostly canoers, but it does attract a small number of campers that'll kind of hike in and camp. Uh, it does attract some backpackers, um, to its expansive virgin forests. Backpacker Magazine considers this trek one of the best in the upper Midwest. Therefore, the good news is that the trail is well used. The bad news, since this is a wilderness area, uh, there are no markers, there's no posts directing your way. A good rule of thumb on this hike is to keep Clark Lake on your right if you're cl walking clockwise. And of course, you know, again, carry a map and compass. It is difficult to get lost if you do this, um, but you will get lost in your thoughts, marveling at these massive white pines that uh, sprout up out of the soil. Uh, these are the closest objects resembling skyscrapers in the area. And over a hundred feet tall and hundreds of years old, they have endured longer than most humans. When you have old trees, you will have old roots protruding from the ground. If you're at all familiar with the Iron Range, you know that this is part of the deal. In addition, billion-year-old chunks of rock are scattered about. 
There are more than 35 spring-fed lakes nestled between the Mississippi and Great Lakes watersheds, which will ensure a quality outdoor experience in the Sylvania wilderness. Uh, you can make this into an overnight adventure or even a two- or three-day backpacking trip, as there are five campgrounds along this hike. Visitors especially like the south end of Clark Lake, where there are at least 80 acres of white and red pine that have survived the axe, one of Michigan's few remaining patches of old-growth forest. Again, wildlife abounds, uh, clinging to the life around the lake, six of which are larger than 250 acres. Look for river otters, black bears, wolves, ospreys, eagles, loons, and, uh, you know, they will keep their wary eye on you as the human, so you have to pay particular attention and keep your eyes and ears open. Proximate to a day-use area and campground, you can pitch your tent and venture south into the wilderness area for an easy day trip, or take a canoe and you can lose yourself for a week exploring all those crystal clear lakes. Canoeing is not your thing. You can backpack around many of these lakes using portages and shorelines as your routes. There are plenty of designated campsites under the towering white pines. Fishing is popular, but special rules apply, so you'll need to inquire when registering. Last I knew was artificial lures only, and I believe it was catch and release only for most species. Bring your binoculars, abundant birds in the springtime, uh, and you'll note that uh, bald eagles are uh, quite common, and so are loons. And when camping, look out for the curious gray jay that wants to steal your food. All right, finding this place. Well, it is easily accessed off of US-2, just west of Waters Meat. Look for signs for Sylvania Wilderness, and you'll do so by taking Thousand Island Road about seven miles until you reach the parking area at the north end of Clark Lake. Uh, again, there's a campground adjacent to the lake. And the trailhead, it starts the south end of the canoe access parking area. If you plan to spend the night in the wilderness, you will need to get a permit and attend an orientation program before embarking. Motorized boats are allowed only on two lakes, and those would be crooked and long. Uh, so you'll have to uh, uh, get uh, your uh, bearings around where those are if you do bring a motorized boat with you. But if you're hiking, you're mostly going to have a quiet experience. Uh, camping, permitted and designated sites only and by permit only. And again, you can get those in a walk-in basis at Sylvania Wilderness Entrance Station or uh, be reserved through uh, recreation.gov. Day hikers to Sylvania will be charged a day-use fee uh, in the summer months, so uh, be prepared for that as well. All right, so let's hit the trail. So, uh, interestingly enough, when you uh, enter the wilderness, you're going to be asked to wipe your feet. Um, although your cleats may pick up and become clogged with Sylvania soil, the exercise here is to remove any stowaways before entering the forest. The primary threat is garlic mustard, the scourge of many forests in Michigan's lower peninsula. Although you may not yet to see a garlic mustard rear its ugly head in most of the UP as of yet, uh, the Ottawa National Forest is being proactive in preventing the spread of this and other nasty plants. So please wipe your feet. The well-used, wide, unmarked trail takes you along the edge of Clark Lake for about three-quarters of your escapade. Uh, several portages cross and intersect uh, the Clark Lake Trail, so pay particular attention to your whereabouts. 
Uh, you should not have to be reminded to carry a map and compass on this hike, although there are folks that uh, leave them behind. So if you do bring them, um, your uh, chances of getting lost are much lower. Feel free to take a social trail to the lake's edge to admire the scenery, wildlife, or friendly canoe gliding across the clear water. Um, this trail is going to hug the shore quite tightly, bending around every bay and cove. The habitat is mostly old-growth white pine, hemlock, and yellow birch. The ground cover is sparse since it, there's so little sunlight making it through the thick and mature canopy. Although rooty and rocky, there are fair stretches where the underfooting is quite spongy and duff-covered, making for easier walking than one would expect in this area. Bend around your first bay just as you turn the corner to wrap around Ash Campground. Traverse around the second bay and cut across a point sticking into the lake and, and you'll come to Balsam Campground. So keep following the shore, veer inland and go north of an unnamed lake and come back to the shore and Pine Campground. This campground sits next to a marsh and remember that May and June are the worst months for bugs, especially black flies and mosquitoes. Clark Lake Trail takes a southeast route along the shore. Uh, you have noticed by now, I hope, that there have not been any real climbs, just a pathway that rolls over the landscape. A portage goes 0.3 miles northeast to Crooked Lake, uh, which could make for a nice side trip, especially if you want to you know, cast a lure into the lake. Continue to follow Clark Lake Trail along the lake's edge and encounter another portage that connects Clark Lake to Loon Lake. This 0.2-mile portage takes you up and over a small hill and could make for another nice little side trip. After passing the portage, the trail turns southwest and intersects with the Fisher Lake Trail, which goes south. Uh, this is not used by canoers and is a lightly used hiking trail. And from here, cross a low marshy area and encounter your first real uphill climb, maybe 70 feet in elevation. Uh, you'll be moving westward at this point, away from Fisher Lake, towards Whitefish Lake. Keep your eyes peeled for the next intersection, which will be on your right. If you miss it, you'll end up on the shore of Whitefish Lake, but not before going down it into a gully to cross a small creek. If this happens, just turn around and look for your trail 0.2 miles from the stream crossing. And uh, heed this piece of advice, because this is what happened to me on my first trip uh, to Clark Lake. Okay, once you find that you're on the right track and heading north, you will pass between Hay Lake and Glimmerglass Lake. Uh, you will not see these small lakes, but uh, will cross over Portage that connects the two. Uh, descend back to the shore of Clark Lake, past Maple Campground, and look for another side trail. This trail would go east to Birch Campground, but you'll want to head northwest in order to stay on the Clark Lake Trail. So as you're seeing, there's a lot of little side trails and little portages to go exploring, and none of these intersections are marked, so um, knowing your bearings and having a compass is going to be quite helpful. So continue to hug the shore and climb the side of the embankment and come down to Cedar Campground. Pass this campground and drift through a large marsh inland. Uh, when you come back to the lake, look to the north and see that you're almost done. Uh, the beach and canoe access are very near where you started. Find yourself at the end of your trip as you progress into a maintained picnic area. Uh, just follow the shore uh, to the canoe access and the parking area. All right, so Clark Lake Trail, very first time I went there. 
I went with my brother and his friend. Uh, my brother Timothy was entering the United States Marine Corps uh, in about a week, and this was kind of like the last uh, chance we were really, actually, the last chance we were really going to see each other uh, for any length of time for about, uh, well, eight years, and he got out, and then he went back in. So over a 25-year period, we didn't see each other very much at all. So um, it was a nice little adventure. The cool thing about the trip is uh, we found ourselves not knowing where we were, and I pulled out the map of Compass, and I pointed across the lake, and I said, see that big rock, guys? And they're like, yeah, that's where our campsite is. And they didn't believe me. So I made a little bet with them. I said, I'll tell you what. If I'm right, you guys will cook and clean um, the rest of the trip. If I'm wrong, then I will do the same. Well, of course, Big Brother was correct. And I basically had to tell my brother, look, you're going into the Marine Corps. You had better learn how to use a map and compass because they're going to drop you off in the middle of the jungle someday and expect you to get back. Well, lo and behold, after he went in the Marine Corps and he'd been in for a while, he wrote me a letter and uh, said, Hey, Tom, I'm in the Philippines. And they dropped me off in the middle of a jungle with a map and a compass, and they told me to find my way back. Thanks for the advice. That's basically what he said. So, again, map and compass. Yeah, I know we have GPS units, but batteries die, technology fails, uh, electronics uh, fizz out. Learn how to use a map and compass. This is an easy hike and easy one to you know, keep your bearings. So it's a good place to practice if you are going to use a map and compass and you're kind of new to the skill. Recommend it because you can uh, uh, triangulate your position in a bunch of places on this hike. All right, you guys. Thank you very much for uh, following along. And uh, we will see you again on Trail Tales. Again, this is Tom Funk. And uh, thanks for listening.